Want to patent your invention? The chance is near. You've given it heart. Now get it in gear. It's Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. This is Richard Gearhart. And Elizabeth Gearhart. Welcome to Passage to Profit on WOR 710 AM, the voice of New York. At Passage to Profit, we're all about entrepreneurs and new businesses. People just like our listeners. People who want the freedom and rewards of owning their own business. With all the opportunities available, there's never been a better time to start your own project. One way to get started is to be inspired by listening to Passage to Profit. Right here on WOR 710, you'll get great advice from those who made the journey and get great tips and inspiration. So, Elizabeth, this reminds me of a coach I once worked with. Uh, His name is Dan Sullivan. Dan talked about the four freedoms, and I just want to share that with our listening audience. Dan runs the Strategic Coach Program, and it's a great program for experienced entrepreneurs. Dan used to talk about the four freedoms of entrepreneurship, and the first one is financial freedom. Yes. As an entrepreneur, you get to be your own boss, and you have the possibility of earning up to your full potential. I'm sure many of our listeners like that idea. Of course, there are risks with starting your own business, but the upside is huge. More than most people can earn working at a traditional job. The second freedom is freedom of association. Entrepreneurs have much more freedom to work and associate with people they like spending time with. Yeah, that part of it is really great for me. So, for instance, we have the opportunity to associate with people that we like, people who have a positive attitude and have a positive outlook and are into growth. One example of that was someone who was here on the show earlier, our friend Lisa Ascalese. She's really a positive, uplifting person, and I really enjoy working with her. And so many entrepreneurs really don't like having a boss, don't like working with a boss. And so if you're an entrepreneur, of course, you have to serve many masters, but you don't have a boss. You're the boss yourself. And the third freedom is the freedom of time. And that is so important to so many people. It's true. Entrepreneurs really work hard. Sometimes Richard and I work after dinner, before dinner, before breakfast, But you get to decide when and where you work, and you get to decide ultimately how much work you actually do. So I remember working in corporate and thinking, you know, it's a gorgeous day. I'm here in this corporate job. I'm never going to get to just say, oh, I want to go take my computer and work outside on this gorgeous summer day. But now I can. Yeah, and now you can take the day off and go to a ball game if you want or take care of family members. You do have uh, a lot of flexibility. So we don't really do these things ourselves, but we would if we could. <laughs> if we so could. <laughs> we know we can do it. So just having that freedom is important. And finally, there's freedom of purpose. Yes. You get to choose work that is important and meaningful to you and fun. You get to do what you love. And we're loving doing this. And helping entrepreneurs was our goal when we started Gearheart Law. And it's still our goal 12 years later. We love the passion that entrepreneurs bring to their products. And entrepreneurs are the central to the growth of our economy, providing new jobs and innovative products for everyone. Google, Apple, WeWork, Microsoft all started as entrepreneurial ventures and have shaped our economy and provide hundreds of thousands of jobs. Small businesses are still the major employers in the U.S. So what about Passage to Profit? Well, on Passage to Profit, we have a guest speaker and then we have three people who pitch their products or businesses. They get eight minutes of New York City airtime. They don't have to pay anything for it because the sponsors pay for it. 
And that's why we're here. And we have a meetup group where people audition. And Max Gallo, who is one of our pitchers, made a comment on the meetup show site saying that this show is helping people give their dreams a chance. So do yourself a favor and give your dreams a chance, a chance to be heard by thousands. You can have a great experience meeting with one of our accomplished guest entrepreneurs. So come to a Passage to Profit show meetup and pitch your idea to be on the show. Go to the Meetup website or just Google Passage to Profit Show and sign up. It's that simple. This week we have as our guest Dan Schaefer, Ph.D., otherwise known as Dr. Dan. After that, you'll hear pitches from three up-and-coming entrepreneurs. And then after the pitches, you, our listeners, can go to the Passage to Profit page at GearheartLaw.com and vote for your favorite pitch. That's GearheartLaw, G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T. The voting stays open for a week, so people can vote for a week, but everyone only gets to vote once. So tell your friends, family, strangers off the street, whoever you can grab to go on there and vote for you so you can win the pitch competition. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So when you're telling your friends to come and vote, you can tell them to remember the name of the show by imagining someone, maybe you, maybe them, walking down a passage with a huge pot of gold at the end, passage to profit. Yes, Elizabeth, and as we've said so many times, may your passage be short and your profit be huge. After the break, <laughs> we'll be featuring Dr. Dan. Stay tuned. You're listening to Passage to Profit, W-O-R, the voice of New York. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs, ideas, and brands. You patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed, and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit GearHeartLaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. Our special guest this week is Dr. Dan. That is Dan Schaefer. Dr. Dan has a book called Click, The Competitive Edge. He's an author, speaker, and executive strategist. He served as a guest faculty at Columbia University's College of Physicians and Surgeons and graduate schools of NYU, Adelphi U, Hofstra, and Rutgers. He's the founder of Peak Performance Strategies and Confidential Sounding Board, programs which offer strategic advice, support, and guidance to CEOs and entrepreneurs, as well as professional, amateur, and student athletes. Welcome, Dr. Gann. Hi. Thanks for being here. Uh, we just had lunch together, and he was telling us some incredible stories. So I don't know. Which one do you think we should ask Dr. Dan to tell first? I really like his ability to get people to remember things. <laughs> with To the point where... <laughs> no, no, maybe you should they, just let they him can't tell stop it. stop remembering it. So maybe you could tell your story about the red wine. One of the things we had spoken about was that uh, I believe that almost everyone uh, sells mistakes. Uh, it's really, I mean, Richard, uh, Richard's company and uh, Elizabeth's company 
really are preventing people from making really costly error in dealing with their patents and their products and their ideas. So I had written an article called Is Money and Mistakes, and the editor of the magazine asked me what I did, and I said, most people don't know what I do because it's quite invisible. About 98% of the people I work with never ever speak about me because they people don't give away competitive edge strategies. And so I said to her, I said, the best thing for me to do is to show you what I do. So we were at a cocktail party, she had a glass of red wine, and I said to her, you like red wine? She said, I love red wine. I said, okay. I said, you're gonna be surprised to notice when you go back to your apartment, and you put your key in the door, and you turn, open the lock, and you drop your hand down to the doorknob, the minute your hand hits the doorknob, uh, you're gonna think of red wine. And she laughed a bit, and then she came back about a year later and said this went on for a very, very long time. But the question. <laughs> Did she but, drink wet red wine after she <laughs> thought of it, though? That's I don't, I don't we're know. all wondering. But, but the question really comes back to this. How does that apply to business and entrepreneurs? And the fact is, is that people really need to work on gaining shelf space, a shelf space in the mind of other people they talk to. Uh, and how do you do that? How do you get people to remember you when you're not there? How do you implant messages that people will think about it? And not so much that people will think about, I want to use your product, but more so and a much more powerful message is to be able to get into a situation where somebody says, I don't want to not use your product. So it's, it's thinking differently than almost everyone else, which makes you different almost than everyone else. So the way you do that, or the, one of your strategies, is to almost kind of use like a type of reverse psychology? As people talked about that as being one of the keys of your program? Well, well what happens is, is that there's an invisible dynamic that takes place with every deal that somebody makes. It's called short-term discomfort versus long-term regret. They may not want to deal with you now, but what they really don't want is to be out in the future looking backwards wishing they did. And so everyone I work with, I take out to 2023. I help them imagine 2023, and then we look backwards for everything that could possibly get in the way of making that happen. Very difficult for me sometimes to describe what I did, but after the Sochi Olympics, I had a client call me and said, I finally found out what you did. He said, I was watching the curling competition. And he, I said, so how did that make a connection to my business? He said, well, when, uh, when they put, pushed the weight down the ice, he said, there were guys in front with the brooms. He says, you had a broom. You wipe away everything that gets in our way of getting where we want. Uh, so a lot of the work I do is with people with their subconscious mind to get them to focus on the direction they want to go in, what their dream looks like. Somebody mentioned dreams here as being important. I think it's critical because there are so many people today who are trying to develop businesses but, but don't really have a dream. Yeah, I was reading over your book recently, and I saw one of the techniques that uh, a trader used was to go into the hole. Can you tell us what, it, <laughs> what that means and explain how it works? Sure. Um, people can visualize places that they want to be in that they're comfortable with. I had just had a client who had, uh, had some surgery, and she said to me, I'm gonna be operated on, I don't wanna be in a hospital. I said, where do you wanna be? She said, I wanna be at the beach. So hypnotically, we created a scenario where she could take herself to the beach whenever she wanted to be there. And, and she did that. So I said to her, how did the surgery go? She said, I wasn't in a hospital. I spent most of my time in the beach. <laughs> but the point is, is that uh, the mind is extraordinarily powerful, much more powerful than, than people are aware of, and finding strategies to make that work for you uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Subconscious mind must act out every thought, image, or idea you put into it. Uh, and it will do that relentlessly as long as you don't get in its way. 
So my business, my job really, when I work with someone is to help them stay out of their own way. And there's a variety of ways we do that. But it's understanding that one of the biggest issues today that you're all gonna deal with, any entrepreneur is gonna deal with, is that when you try to pitch your product, there's an invisible dynamic that's going on with the person you're talking to. They have a narrative. If you can understand the narrative or break the narrative, you can get your message across. So Dr. Dan, at lunch, you had this incredible technique for people who choke, like the baseball player who gets up there and is like, oh my God, I can never hit the ball. Are, do you feel will, uh, willing to share that now or do you want people to uh, read your book and hire you to find out what that is? <laughs> well, I, it, it's, it's interesting. I tell people, don't read my book. If what you need is in on page 222, you're probably not going to get to it. But there's a strategy by using the table of contents and trusting your subconscious mind. If you have a dream about where you want your business or your project to be, uh, once that's in your subconscious mind, the subconscious mind must act that out relentlessly as long as you don't get in its way. So the point is, is that how do you put this together? And what, you know, what Elizabeth brought up is very interesting. What did it, I, I would start out by asking people what distracts them. Uh, everybody could try this, that here's this. If they sit up straight in their chair and they start to move their right foot clockwise round and round and round and round, and then with your right hand draw a big number six in the air, you'll discover that your foot goes backwards. And it tells you that what you can't do is you can't allow one second of distraction to get in the way of what you want to have happen. So with baseball players, for example, you know, you can help them listen to the way they talk to themselves. We, we talk about the power of visualization. I mean, I use, I've worked, been fortunate enough to work with hockey goaltenders, uh, NFL football players. I mean, Chad Pennington wrote the forward to my book. And, and the point is to get people to really find ways to concentrate, but using visualization. So imagining a great environment uh, that you had been in, or what you could do is you could imagine going in to do a sales pitch and play it out in your mind before you even go in. Watch yourself make the pitch, watch yourself presenting it the way you'd like, and then come back and find ways to make that happen. But visualization allows you to practice perfectly. So we do that with, with golfers and with prize fighters and people who really want to win, but they use visualization. What they don't do is they rarely talk about it because mm. they know it gives them an edge. Wow. So how could an entrepreneur who's looking to maximize their productivity use this visualization technique to their advantage? I believe that my clients go into an environment and they don't go in without profiling who they're going to be presenting to. And, you know, so the questions really are what outcome do you want? What outcome does the person you're pitching to want to have happen? Are you pitching to the right person? Uh, do they have the power to walk your product into the environment that you want it to be in? And so it's planning. My professional athletes plan dramatically for plays they're gonna play, but a lot of people wing it. So I would say the first thing on top of my mistakes list is to completely avoid winging it. The other thing is, is that you have to be very careful the way you talk to yourself. That comes up to be an enormous thing on personal performance. And one of the biggest risks is telling yourself what you don't want to have happen. Mm. Ask anybody who plays golf, who stands up over a water hole, and says, I don't want to hit the ball in the water. They pretty much know where it's going. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but I can but, testify to that experience but, but the too point, many times. But, yeah. but the point is, is that your subconscious mind never hears a negative command. So if you say, I don't want to blow this pitch, I don't want to make a mistake here, 
your subconscious mind hears, make the mistake, make the mistake, make the mistake. So being very careful about how you speak to yourself or your sales team speaks to themselves or your, your uh, advertising speaks to the, itself, that becomes very critical. This is very powerful stuff. This I would call mind discipline. And what I really love about Dr. Dan and his book is he has a way to bring this very, very high-level mind discipline down to actual actions that a person can do to get themselves where they really want to go. Yeah, I, I have, uh, and it's the way to think about things, you know. If you know you only have six seconds to break a pattern, I have a client who's an insurance broker, and uh, when he introduces himself, he says he does MRIs and CAT scans uh, on insurance plans, and everybody stops. And then he can come back and he can say that what, he can explain what he does, but what he's done is he's broken a narrative that goes on when somebody says, oh, I know 100 insurance brokers. So it's how do you take young people who are trying to grow a career in sales and marketing and give them the tools to be able to go in and sound different than anyone else that anybody else is going to hear? Because people have a shutoff switch. They've, they've heard people who have been trained by all type of sales trainers, and the minute they hear words and they click right off and, and they're gone and you never know they're gone. So the point is this is getting a competitive edge very, very quickly and finding out what gets in the way that you can deal with. So one of the things that I do is I take everybody out to 2023 and we work backwards from there. Then I use some assessments that we've used with Hewlett Packard around the world to show uh, people you know, what they do well, which is important, and also where they need to improve but quickly. Trust me, slow is not working for anybody anymore today. People want to move very quickly. That's why I think that the return to radio is, is very, very interesting because people will hear things that, that they haven't heard before. Dr. Dan, I, I'm kind of curious about the subconscious piece of this. You say, how does somebody know what's in their subconscious? Or how do they understand what messages are in their subconscious? That's a great question, Richard. I think that it, it depend, it's very individual. And the point is, this is not analysis. If, if anybody thinks that this is therapy or analysis, it's not. It's purely psychologically designed strategy to give a people a competitive edge. Somebody described what I do as street smart strategies for a competitive edge. And that's really what it is. So how, you know, for example, I have, I have a client right now who's just taking over a, a global position in cybersecurity. And uh, when he went to change his job, he said people said, um, you know, uh, he said they people want to hire him. And what really wound up is people came back after we set up this whole conversation that he would have that said, we don't want to not hire him. It's a lot more powerful to somebody say, we don't want to not use your service than that we want to use your service. And what was it that got him to that spot? I mean, so. His, his dream. But what we did was is that we knew that he was going to be going in and talking to people. Most people look for job change and people interview them. Uh, and I said, I believe that what he needs to do, he needs to be interviewing them. He wants, he's on such a level that he wants to know, do I want, want to work for these people? And I think what Elizabeth said before and Richard, we said at lunch, you get to choose people you work with and you don't work with people you don't want to work with. Right. And so, and you know, how many people we, we talk about when, when Richard said to somebody, do something and they don't do it, you go, you have to scratch your head. So when you're paying an attorney to help you grow your business and, and realize your dream, 
Are you going to do what they tell you or not? Some will, some won't. We've certainly had that experience. I'm sure you have. <laughs> Usually it doesn't last too long if there's too many differences of opinion on, on, on strategy and, and going forward. And every firm, every attorney brings their own perspective. Um, we like to take the entrepreneurial perspective. We've seen a lot of companies uh, start and uh, we've seen a lot of them finish. And we like to think we've learned uh, a lot from that. So The question is, what does it cost somebody? not to do what you tell them. Exactly. You know, when, when, some, when somebody comes to you for, uh, for legal services, uh, what don't they get? They don't get, they don't get a headache. I had said you could easily, <laughs> you could easily describe yourselves as a big bottle of Advil and a prescription for Ambien. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you know, they can sleep you know, at night. No, 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 he, no headaches <laughs> and you sleep at no night. No worries. Yeah, okay. come to Gerhard Law. Well, I mean, the whole, the, 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 the value of intellectual property again is is in the leverage so if you have a product that you hope to have at least half a million dollars in sales with uh and you know really if you don't think you're going to get to that point eventually then you you really have to question why you're doing it in the first place but the idea is that you invest you know ten or fifteen thousand dollars in a patent and you protect a five hundred thousand dollar per year market for 20 years, right? And so yeah, it would be it would be sad to see uh, someone invest it and take your idea and realize what realize your dream. Right. And patents are not always perfect tools, but they give you something to fight with. And so that's 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 would be a mistake if you have something that's protectable and you 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 don't take the steps to do that. Patents so. are also a legacy as we were discussing because you actually have a document that says that the government recognizes that you had a novel idea. You were smart enough to make this thing work, and it goes into a patent. It's written down. It's in the files forever. We can look up patents from 1876 with the inventor's name on them. So anyone that has an idea, talk to us first or another attorney if you don't feel comfortable with us about how you protect that idea before you go forward. We were talking about the, the, the uh, patent office. And I think when Elizabeth mentioned the 1800s, I think the person in charge of the patents office at that time said he was closing the office down because everything that was going to be invented had already been invented. <laughs> Thank God for Gerhardt Law that he was wrong. So, Dr. Dan, this has been so great. And well, thank you for the invitation to be here. This is, a lot, well, this is a lot of fun. And there's still more to come after the break. We're going to be in the pitch competition part of our show. And uh, Dr. Dan, I hope you're going to stay with us and work with uh, some of our entrepreneurs here. You're listening to 710WOR, The Voice of New York. Hi. I'm Lisa Askley's the Inventress, founder, CEO, and president of Inventing A to Z. I've been inventing products for over 38 years, hundreds of products later and dozens of patents. I help people develop products and put them on the market from concept to fruition. I bring them to some of the top shopping networks in the world, QVC, HSN, Evine Live, and retail stores. Have you ever said to yourself, someone should invent that thing? Well, I say, why not? make it you. If you want to know how to develop a product from concept to fruition the right way, contact me, Lisa Askeles, the inventress. Go to inventingatoz.com, inventingatoz.com. Email me, lisa at inventingatoz.com. Treat yourself to a day chock full of networking, education, music, shopping, and fun. Go to my website, inventingatoz.com. 
Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. We're here with Dr. Dan. The pitch part of our show, each contestant will have a total of eight minutes to make their pitch. The first two minutes, they fly solo, and so for that time, they describe their product and put it in the best possible light. The remaining time is for the Inquisition, where they'll be challenged by Richard, Elizabeth, and Dr. Dan to describe their product in greater detail and convince the audience that their project is the best. At the end of the program, our listeners will be directed to the Passage to Profit page on Gerhardt Law website, where our listeners can vote for the pitch they like the best. And our first pitch contestant is Lori Ann Claven with her company, L.A. Claven Inspired. Hi, everybody. So the fabric patterns and colors that we grew up with as children and the colors that we have seen during our traveling experiences are out of style and are hard to find. But I've discovered that people, especially women and mothers, have a strong nostalgic yearning to see those patterns and colors. So I started a line of linens, bedding, fleece blankets, and also a line of art that when you see the patterns and the colors, it helps trigger nostalgia and also brings back feelings of happiness, joy, serenity during your childhood and during your traveling experiences. For my uh, list of products, I have for the bedding collection, bed sheet sets uh, that come in twin size, twin extra large, and queen sizes. Also, I have fleece blankets that come in 50 by 60, and the patterns and colors are very distinct because when you look at them, it reminds you of a special place during your childhood. And even as you were growing up, when you see that, it just brings happiness and positive energy. And uh, it helps re-energize your inner inspiration uh, to continue making positive impacts in other people's lives. Thank you, Lorianne. And you brought one of your blankets today, fleece blankets, and I have to say it is beautiful. And I do love those colors and the design on it, the big flowers. And it does remind me of things my mother had around the house when I was growing up. Thank you. Yes, uh, I love Oregon. So the pattern uh, name is Oregon Love. And when you look at the Oregon Love pattern design, it shows different categories of roses and it shows different shades, hues of blues. So I hope that those patterns and colors really promote a sense of peace, especially for women and mothers that work long days uh, from their jobs or complete many activities with their children. So when they come to their room and they look at that, it helps bring a sense of serenity and peace. They sure need it. <laughs> <laughs> so what in, did inspire you to start this line? What inspired me a lot was my childhood memories, uh, growing up with my family, my mom and dad. They're huge role models in my life. Also my travels abroad in Asia and of course in the United States of America. So all those profound experiences really continue to inspire me and continue to make positive impacts. So for example, in addition to having my bedding collection, art collection, lease blanket collection, uh, I also created a walk team for JDRF, One Walk. And the team, LA Claven, I hope to finish that walk at Rutgers University on October 21. That helps promote uh, diabetes type one. So I really wanna bring the word out about that uh, cause. Another cause that's very profound to me because I love children is the Operation Christmas Child for Samaritan Purse organization. And so um, 
during a certain time of the year, they inspire people to prepare shoeboxes. So uh, I've always been inspired to prepare shoeboxes. And I hope that my company will continue that as well. So it sounds like there's an element of socialpreneurism with your company as well as entrepreneurism. Oh, yes. I've When I was growing up from childhood to the present, I've always believed strongly in the power of action for volunteering. Um, I remember after I graduated from college, I participated in a medical uh, mission where my mom is from uh, in the Philippines, Carmen Bohol. And I really got involved in seeing what kind of issues patients faced and seeing how the um, medical personnel interacted with them and, and helped them with treating their issues. My family has always inspired me through their actions in volunteering and through my own experiences interacting with so many different types of people that I believe strongly in the power of action and really creating positive change. And I feel like that beautiful spirit comes out in your blankets, in your artwork. You can really see that you're a person who really enjoys the earth and people. It's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> so where do you find the inspiration for your designs? Do you see flowers someplace and say, oh, this would make a nice design? I mean, well, where does that come from? Well, a lot of it, um, for example, my uncle on my mom's side, uh, when he was still alive, he was a horticulturist. So I remember the first time I went to the Philippines, he showed me um, different types of orchids. And that's one of the reasons why I fell with orchids. I like orchids, and I love going to arboretums, seeing the different trees. One of my favorite places is um, Muir Woods National Monument um, outside of San Francisco. And just to see how wide, big, and tall those trees are, it really makes you realize that each of us can make a strong impact, uh, whether it's in your career, whether you form a company, um, or even a combination of both your company and outside your company, that we, through our actions, we could really uh, make this world a positive place. So it sounds like, though, that there's sort of a, a deep personal connection with each one of these designs, that they come from some experience that you've had and that you experienced yourself, and then from that, you've decided that you want to continue and replicate that experience by remembering the the orchids or the experience of the arboretum? Oh, yes. Um, the arboretums, the orchids, the national monuments. I love national parks. My experience is going to the Rocky Mountain National Park and seeing the wildflowers there along the trails as you go hiking. I think it's very inspiring. So, Dr. Dan, you've been listening to Lori, and I was just wondering, what are your thoughts? It occurs to me that you're inviting people this is not completely around sheets and blankets and art. You're I, inviting people into your world, and yeah, it sounds very, very interesting. Yes, I'm inviting people to take time out of their hectic lives and really just take the moment. And when you look at my bedding collection, my fleece blankets, my art collection, that when you look at those patterns and colors, it really brings a sense of serenity. And I hope that that re-energizes your own inspiration to continue doing positive things in other people's lives. See, Richard, you know, you mentioned about the subconscious mind. I think that uh, people will have that happen when they look at this. They don't even have to think about it. Is that they don't need to make a conscious decision to step out of their current life to do what they're doing. The artwork and the paintings and the flowers will probably do that for them unconsciously. Yeah, and I've, I've, we've seen Lori's products and 
they really do promote a sense of serenity. And it's, it's nice to hear and understand sort of where those things come from and the experiences that she's had that have inspired those feelings. So Yeah, I really wanted to wrap myself up in that fleece blanket she brought <laughs> were, today. Yeah. I was like, ah, keep me away from it. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lori, for, for joining us on Passage to Profit. How can people get in touch with you and f- find out about your products? I have an Etsy site. It's uh, laclavininspired.etsy.com. And I also have a Shopify site, uh, com. So, Lori, thank you very much. This has been a really great segment. I really enjoyed hearing about these, and I really enjoyed seeing them. And I can hardly wait to see what happens for you. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity to really share the vision of my brand. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. You're listening to WOR 710 on iHeartRadio, Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearhart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearhart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs, ideas, and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit gearheartlaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W dot com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now more with Richard and Elizabeth. Passage to Profit. And our special guest today, Dr. Dan. Next up on the pitch competition is Max Gallo. Max, you've got two minutes. Go. Thank you so much, Richard. I'm glad to be here. Um, Just to give you a little background or the audience a little background, um, I have two patents. And um, basically, my first patent, I decided to go a cheaper route just for all the entrepreneurs out there, no matter what your age is. Sometimes you want to start off on a budget and and not invest so much in it. But I would say when I went the cheaper route, um, as far as protecting myself legally, there's no one really on the other end. There was no face there. With Gearheart, it was a little bit more expensive, but the expense was so much more worth it because they want to see you succeed. Um, and they're also there as a face on the other side of that to help you along the way. Um, if you go the other route, you're kind of on your own. You don't really have anyone to consult you. You're doing all the patent work yourself, basically. Um, so I would say for all the entrepreneurs out there and being in that situation where I had two sides of what I did, definitely go with someone who's going to help you succeed. It's always great to involve people. Getting to my product itself, I created the Pool Lane Gate. I have many years of experience as a lifeguard and a special needs swim instructor. And basically one day um, it hit me. Everyone's having trouble getting in and out of the pool, um, especially maneuvering around swimming lanes, which um, can be definitely a huge obstruction to a lot of people, um, young and old, um, in many different situations. I've seen people who are older, who may jump in the pool um, off the off the edge of the pool and into the shallow section, um, getting ready to do their laps. But um, unfortunately, some of those people, when you're swimming, you're buoyant. You could swim. But 
you can't always lift yourself out of the pool. So when it came time to exit the water, they would have to go out under and over many lanes to get to the edge of the pool and exit. So in this case scenario, um, having a lane gate in pools, which would basically be uh, like sort of a a lane gate conversion, um, and I call them gated lanes. So if a pool with gated lanes um, has all of them them there and accessible, you could just walk right out of the pool, right through the lanes and, and exit the water. Um, it also helps out in emergency situations because I've been there with lifeguarding and had to save people uh, multiple times. And actually the lanes can be um, impeding on actually performing the emergency. So when it comes time to take that person out of the water, you're dragging someone who might be unconscious sometimes and you have to drag them over the lanes, which can definitely be a problem. Um, in an emergency situation, every second counts. So anything that could speed that up is very important. Also, something to note, there's what's called the ADA, um, the Americans with a Disability Act, and that actually is implemented in the aquatic setting with pool lifts. I don't know if uh, you guys have seen those at your local pools or anything sure. like that. Yeah. Basically, it's a lift that lowers people who may be handicapped into the water, and those are ADA required in some facilities. My goal is to get the pool lane gate, also ADA required, and um, it's exciting because normally there's one pool lift per pool, but with the lane gate, there's usually five to six lap lanes per pool. That can mean five or six lane gates or even 12 because it could be double-sided, one in the deep end, one in the shallow end um, on either end. Um, so yeah, hopefully that gives you guys an idea of my product and I hope I could take it as far as it could go. That's great, Max. And you know, you brought a pool lane gate with you mm-hmm. in the studio today, so I would encourage our listeners to... Uh, go to the website and and take a look. It's obviously a very high quality piece of equipment, so a good deal of thought was put into designing and making this. Maybe you can tell the listeners, since we're on the radio, how does it work? I mean, how do you set it up and how do you get through the gate? There's a piece in the middle of this U-shaped tube that's metal. And essentially the U-shaped tube can be adjusted um, basically by pushing in little buttons on the side of the metal. Um, and it can be raised, lowered. Um, in the actual product, um, it, this is the prototype that we have here in the studio. But it could be wider, lowered and raised, um, depending on the depth of the water. And then the middle section can actually come out so that way there's nothing in the middle section and you can walk right through it. And again, it, it's adaptable to many situations that the pool may need because they might not need it all the time. And you could actually take the tubing out completely and leave that one strip on top and it will be just an extension of the lane. So basically, yeah, it's adaptable. So when you install this in the pool, mm-hmm. you would connect one end to the pool wall mm-hmm. and then the other end would be connected to the pool line. You wouldn't necessarily have to cut that line. You could just attach a portion that's about the same width as the gate, right? So you don't actually have to destroy yeah, the no, pool you, lines. Yeah, no, you don't have to destroy the pool lines. Um, and even in the pictures I got, it's just attached to the end, but you can almost get it wherever you want. It just requires a little bit more of an installation. And where I was shooting those photos, I didn't want to take apart their lane um, when I was going to take the lane gate out. Um, But uh, basically, there's a reel on the end of that that allows you to tighten the lane. And basically, you'll just suck up all the all the extra line in that reel and just add on the gate to the end of that. And you could even, um, it's going to come as a conversion kit. So there'll be multiple pieces that come with it besides the gate too. Let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. How many pools are out there that would use a gate like this? That's a very good question. There's quite a few pools. I would say around 300,000 commercial pools are in the United States, uh, which is where I have this patent. 
Um, so that's the market there. Not every one of these pools will want to use it. If they're exclusively for just lap swimming and they're like competitive pools, maybe they won't use it. But there's many multi-purpose pools out there that have a wide range of people that use it, like people with disabilities or people um, who are very good at swimming. So those pools are some of the ones that would uh, have this product. Each one of those pools has multiple lanes, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And you can put one on either end of the of the pool, right? So yeah. you can have lots of these gates mm-hmm. on lots of these pools. So that the potential market seems to be quite high. Who would be making a decision to buy into your project? The people that would be making the decision are the aquatics directors. Um, as far as like working in the industry, I kind of know who would be doing that because they do like the purchase orders for the lanes that are currently at these pools. Um, so the aquatics directors that work at these individual pools would be doing that. It'd be nice to um, go to like the top of like the YMCA and get them all for like every YMCA installed, but um, I think it might be more individual. So I might have to contact uh, each aquatics facility. If you're talking to an aquatics director, would he have to sell you a product up or would it be better to start at the top and let it trickle down? I'd like to start at the top and it trickle down. Um, I think that would be a little bit easier. I think starting at the top would definitely be faster. I think Dr. Dan has an idea for you, Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Dr. Dan. Thanks so much for being on the show. We love your product. And how can people find out more about the Pool Lane Gate? So they could check out PoolLaneGate.com or uh, follow me on Instagram, Maxwell Gallo. That's great, Max. So thanks again for being on. You're listening to Passage to Profit, WOR 710, the voice of New York. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearheartLaw.com. At Gearheart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us for First, contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearheart. Our final pitch guest is Renee Marin, who has a very cool product that she started for kids, but I hear is expanding. It's called Snap Me Swimwear. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, yes, so my company is called Snap Me Swimwear. It is a unique, original one-piece bathing suit with snaps in the bottom for diapering, potty training, and quick bathroom breaks. How I thought of this was I was at the beach with my daughter. I didn't realize how frustrating it was going to be changing her diaper. I went home. I couldn't find anything. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to try this on my own. And I luckily ran into a manufacturer, a designer, a pattern maker, few months later, I had the product, uh, about 300 units, and they sold very quickly. What really is near and dear to my heart, though, is I had a customer write me and say, uh, my daughter has a deletion Q chromosome, and um, she needs a feeding tube. 
and she had bought a Snap Me swimwear, and her daughter was very happy because prior people would look at her feeding tube and ask her questions like, why are you contaminating the pool? You shouldn't do that. Um, so it really became more than just a bathing suit making it easier for you know, an everyday task. This is something that, you know, they struggle with constantly. Um, What's really awesome about them are there are two rows of snaps. So it's always going to ensure a perfect fit. Our fabric is made with 50 plus UV protective fabric because that's very important with the sun nowadays. And they are fully lined. And ladies, I know you remember when you were a kid dumping out the sand pocket that does not happen anymore. <laughs> it is very good. <laughs> and I actually used Gerhardt Law for my patent and my design patent. My most popular brand is my design patent. So I'm just very excited. You know, I have a, a ton of suits. It's at www.snapmeswimwear.com. And uh, we are actually looking to expand the line. You are correct. Uh, we are looking into a women's line because I have had a lot of people come up to me and say, hey, listen, I'm sick of doing this, you know, putting up a bathing suit when it's wet and cold. It never feels the same. Very uncomfortable. So that's something that we're definitely looking into. And it's really good for people with disabilities, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I can't tell you um, sensory disorder. Autism is very, very prevalent nowadays. And, um, you know, my daughters don't like tags in, in their in their clothing, so I have to cut them. So it's just it just makes them more comfortable. It's quick. It's easy. And uh, it's a no-brainer. Is there a lot of variation per style on what sells? Or, I mean, this is kind of a seasonal product, right? So Yes, yes, absolutely. And also aquatic therapy. I mean, a lot, a lot of children that have to do this four or five times a week, you know, all year round. The style, the design style that I patented with you guys is my number one seller because it is a rash guard bathing suit. Right. Sun coverage is huge. Right. You know, it's not just about sunscreen. You have to cover your kid up. And, and that's been really popular one for me. That's great. That's well, great. it really fills a need. I mean, I had kids and went through the whole nightmare, put the blanket around the kid, take the wet swimsuit sure. off. Then they don't ever want to put it back on again sure. and then have to go to the bat and like all that stuff. So it really does fill a need. And I think it's a great product. And I'm really glad you're selling. Do you know what your sales are at this point? My sales were good. You know, it's I had to deal a lot with um, deal sites and, and wow. those really don't help. Uh, you know, it's good to get your name out there. And I did a huge volume and um, the sales, they're picking up. But they were dwindling for a while because I was I was getting so excited. Oh, 16,000 units. OK, cool. I'll give it to them. And then I realized, wow, I'm really not making the profit that I really need back. Right. So how do the deal sites work then? Do they take a percentage of what you're selling? You have to um, decide a price, a price point that they're going to want. Right. Um, they used to like order. They would make an order for me, so I know. All right, they want six thousand units. I'll give them six. Now it's not like that anymore. If they if they fill their orders, they will let you know, and then you know you ship the product to them. But it's it's like a sixty forty. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a big chunk. So. It is a big chunk. Yeah. yeah. So definitely, if, you know, if you can if you can do it yourself, if you can rely on your old social media, absolutely, that can absolutely make you know all the difference in terms of uh, you know profitability. So, you said that you want to get into some different styles and designs. Uh, explain like what some of those would be. So that would be for older people with disabilities. Seems to me it could benefit almost anybody. Who, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I just you know I want to keep it simple. I think you know a lot of women. I mean I'm 
not very old, but I like black, you know, and black is very slimming. So I re- I want to keep it very simple, you know, just make sure that, you know, the snaps are very comfortable and um, maybe add a little wrap, you know, because we all like to cover up a little bit too yes. at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm really thinking more the lines of, of not going so crazy with the patterns, you know, for the children, yes, they love colors and all that. And um, But for the women, I just want to just make it like really super simple and easy for them, especially when they have to use the ladies room. So, Renee, are you overseas with this product? I am. I actually have um, I have a couple. Uh, I have a store in the UK and one we were, we're going to actually do one with Canada, but that didn't work out. But, yeah, I mean, they are overseas. Um, it's very expensive um, for that, the shipping and all that. I, I've done a couple Australia, New Zealand, but, you know, it, it was really me relying on them right. to make their their quota. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say Australia would be great because then when it's winter here, it's summer there. Yeah, absolutely. It's snapmeswimwear.com and you better go before they sell out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You get the color you want. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So this is Renee Marin and you're listening to Passage to Profit on WOR 710 on iHeartRadio with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit GearHeartLaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. Welcome back. We've come to the end of our presentations this evening. We had really great people on our show, and it was just kind of funny that we managed to get two swimming pool people on the same sort of show. The, it was the, the underwater <laughs> version of Passage to Profit. And you wrap right? up in that fleece blanket when you come out of the water. So, yeah, we, it was a fun show tonight. That's really true. And remember, everyone, to go to the Passage to Profit page at GearHeartLaw.com, spelled G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W, and vote for your favorite project. To summarize, we had Lori Ann Claven with L.A. Claven Inspired, Max Gallo with the Pool Lane Gate, and Renee Marin with Snap Me Swimwear. So now Google Gearheart Law and find the Passage to Profit show page and make your choice. Remember, you can only vote once, and you have until next Sunday at 7.55 p.m. to vote. This evening's pitch contestants will receive a Passage to Profit t-shirt, and we really are working on these. We do plan to print them. We have the design. We have the design, right. So you will get your t-shirts eventually. (laughs) Um, And the best overall vote-getter for the month will receive an Amazon gift card. Before we sign off, Dr. Dan, final Uh, words. (laughs) Final words. I I think the, the focus here is preparing to compete and getting shelf space in the mind of people who really need your product. And ways to do that, uh, we talked about a very interesting way to do that at lunch. Uh, if you'd like, I can show you how to do it. And it's a way for you to get uh, top of mind for people who you want to talk to. 
if you take out your cell phone and open a new contact. Um, I'm doing that right now. Okay, you take out, in the first name section, put business and sports. In the second name section, just type in mistakes. Okay. Uh, in, Wait a minute, i got to finish this. Okay. Uh, type in uh, mistakes. All in, right. In the phone number section, put in 917-880-6758. And in the company name, put Dan Schaefer, PhD.com. So, so seriously. That, that was a fast one. <laughs> so, so, so the, real, the, reality, the reality is, is that if uh, you want people to be able to remember you and they don't have your card, they don't remember where they heard your name, all they have to do is type in mistakes. So almost everyone here today uh, in some way is selling a mistake and helping somebody prevent someone else for making a mistake. And so in my phone, if I type in mistakes under contacts, I have 25 or 30 people that I work with who sell mistakes on a regular basis. So it makes it infinitely easier for me to refer them to somebody. But just saying, you know, I have this crazy guy with his pool gate and he sells mistakes. So it's how to put that together. So if you're speaking to a group of people, you want to get the message out, they're never going to remember your name. They remember where they saw you. But if you put it in this way, it's a way for you to get shelf space in the mind of everybody you talk to. That's a, that's a, a great point. And, of course, listeners, if you're an entrepreneur, you'd be making a mistake if you don't listen to Passage to Profit, right? So And also a mistake if you don't get Dr. Dan's book, Click. The rest of it is Click. Click the competitive edge for business, sports, and entertainment. You don't have to read the whole book. No, you don't. You don't read the book. You just need to scroll a table of contents, and your subconscious mind will tell you exactly what you need to read for the next deal you're going into. So, thank you, Dr. Dan. This was fantastic tonight. I loved all the pitches. And if I could vote, which I don't vote because I can never pick my favorite one because they're all so good. Uh, but I was really impressed with everybody today and. This is what I love about being in the entrepreneurial space. Thanks again to our special guest, Dan Schaefer, who memorialized his name in your cell phone if you were following <laughs> along. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you may get a thousand phone calls after the show. Who all knows? I need to do, all, I need, all I need to do is type in the word mistakes and contacts. And we would like to thank you and all of our pitchers and our producer, Noah Fleischman, and our sound engineer, Rob Barretts, who really makes this sound good on the radio. And and our media maven Kenya Gibson and the whole iHeart team. Don't forget to join us next week for yet another excellent speaker and another round of pitches. And listeners, you can start thinking about what your pitch will be. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart on iHeart Radio with Passage to Profit, WOR 710, the voice of New York. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>